2 Timothy 3, verses 16 and 17. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished, unto all good works. We know what to do because we have the New Testament Bible. That is our doctrine, the New Testament Bible. Now, some churches have written their own doctrines, which are not the New Testament Bible, and they've departed from the New Testament Bible. One day a Jewish woman said that she believed in Jesus, but when she was divorced and wanted to remarry, we told her that if she did this, she would commit adultery, according to the scriptures. And she replied, oh, our church has its own doctrine. I screamed out, there is no doctrine except the New Testament Bible. That is what the New Testament church lives by. If you want to know the doctrines of Christ on a subject, read the New Testament Bible. A woman who was raised in the Baptist church was divorced and wanted to remarry. She went to a pastor to see if she could do this as a divorced woman. The pastor said to her, Well, my sister is divorced and remarried. I don't see any problem with this. So this woman remarried after divorce. After that, she was born again. Then she read the New Testament Bible and saw many scriptures and realized that she committed adultery and the man who married her committed adultery because she was a divorced woman. And that is what the Bible says. Matthew 5.32, Jesus says, But I say unto you that whosoever shall put away his wife saving for the cause of fornication, causeth her to commit adultery. And whosoever shall marry her that is divorced committeth adultery. There was a man in our little church group, and I heard that he had filed divorce proceedings against his wife. So I called him immediately, and I said, Was your wife unfaithful to you? He thought and said, no. And I said, well, it's the only scriptural reason that a man can divorce his wife, and that is if she is unfaithful to him and has committed adultery against him. That is the only scriptural reason. And I told him, read Matthew 5.32. Apparently, he did read that, 
because he withdrew the divorce proceedings. Looking again at Matthew 5:32, Jesus says, But I say unto you, that whosoever shall put away his wife, divorcing her, saving for the cause of fornication, causeth her to commit adultery. If she remarries, she will commit adultery. And whosoever shall marry her that is divorced committeth adultery. Matthew 5.32 Now look at 1 Corinthians 7, verses 10 and 11. And unto the married I command, yet not I, but the Lord, says Paul. Let not the wife depart from her husband. But, and if she depart, let her remain unmarried or be reconciled to her husband. You can depart, but you cannot remarry according to the commandment of the Lord. 1 Corinthians seven ten and 11. And unto the married I command, yet not I, but the Lord, says Paul. Let not the wife depart from her husband, but and if she depart, let her remain unmarried or be reconciled to her husband. And let not the husband put away his wife. Also in 1 Corinthians 7, verse 39, the wife is bound by the law as long as her husband liveth. But if her husband be dead, she is at liberty to be married to whom she will, only in the Lord. In Mark 10, Jesus says, But from the beginning of the creation, God made them male and female. For this cause shall a man leave his father and mother and cleave to his wife, and they twain shall be one flesh. So then they are no more twain, but one flesh. At the time of sexual intercourse, the two become one flesh. You can read that in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 15 and 16. How are you going to separate the one flesh? Will a divorce paper do it? <laughs> no, it won't. So you're going to get yourself in a real mess if you separate from your wife or divorce your wife or divorce your husband. Verse 9, Mark chapter 10, Jesus says, What therefore God hath joined together, let not man put asunder. The man and woman are joined together at the time of sexual intercourse, even if they're not married. They're made into one flesh. We'll read that in a minute. And in the house, 
his disciples asked him again of the same matter. And he saith unto them, Whosoever shall put away his wife and marry another committeth adultery against her. And if a woman put away her husband and be married to another, she committeth adultery. Romans 7, verses 2 and 3. For the woman which hath an husband is bound by the law to her husband so long as he liveth. But if the husband be dead, she is loosed from the law of her husband. There is a law of her husband. So then if while her husband liveth, she be married to another man, she shall be called an adulteress. But if her husband be dead, she is free from that law, so that she is no adulteress, though she be married to another man. On television evening news one day, they were asking that Catholic Pope about homosexuals and lesbians, and he replied, Oh, I don't see any problem with that. I literally screamed out at the television, saying, What about the Bible? Romans chapter 1. Start at verse 26. For this cause God gave them up unto vile affections. For even their women did change the natural use into that which is against nature. And likewise also the men, leaving the natural use of the woman, burned in their lust one toward another, men with men, working that which is unseemly, and receiving in themselves that recompense of their error which was meat. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient. This is what the Bible the New Testament Bible says about homosexual and lesbian. Then in Mark chapter 10, verse 6, Jesus says, From the beginning of the creation, God made them male and female. No, they were not born homosexual. At the time they were born on this earth, they were either male or female. God gave them over to do vile affections of homosexual and lesbians because they would not worship him properly. That is what Romans chapter 1 says about homosexuals and lesbians. The churches follow many doctrines today which are opposite to the New Testament Bible. These are Antichrist. Doctrines of the End Time 
apostasy in the churches. The churches of Antichrist and the apostasy will be destroyed by the return of Jesus. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, start at verse 8. And then shall that wicked be revealed when Jesus returns to this earth, the second coming of Jesus. And then shall that wicked be revealed whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. Even him whose coming is after the working of Satan with all power and signs and lying wonders and with deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish because they receive not the love of the truth that they might be saved. They wouldn't take the Bible and what it said. They went by their own thinking or thinking of other men that suited them better than the Bible. And for this cause God shall send them strong delusion that they should believe a lie, that they all might be damned who believed not the truth but had pleasure in unrighteousness. This is the Antichrist churches. This is the end time apostasy in the churches. Jesus will destroy them with his coming. Second Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 8 through 12. Thank you for allowing me to share with you today.